Welcome to Aviation Close Calls, cautionary tales from pilots about things that went wrong, what they did, and the advice they have for others. These stories are brought to you by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, helping you learn from other pilots. Close call. Decision or design. I had over 250 hours of gliding, including an infrequent 12 hours in a fiberglass 19-metre T-59D Kestrel sailplane with a lift-to-drag ratio of 44 to 1. Over the last few years, the aerodrome had been undergoing extensive improvements, which, because of dust problems on our new strips, had forced us to move operations back to what was left of our old east-west strip. At the eastern end, the extended centreline area consisted of a few trees, stumps, barbed wire fences and stock, probably power lines as well. We always seemed to operate with a crosswind because only one strip was available. On the day of the incident, I completed the daily inspection on the Kestrel and advised the pilot of our Pawnee tug I wanted to line up diagonally across the strip to reduce the crosswind and because there was a clear area nearly beneath this takeoff path in case of emergency. I climbed into the Kestrel and carried out my checks, making doubly sure the adjustable rudder pedals were locked. These had slipped forward once before after a couple of hours in the air. I used the controls vigorously during the launch due to the gusty crosswind, at least I hope it wasn't my flying, and at a height of about 60 feet and almost over the upwind boundary, the rudder pedals let go and moved forward out of reach. My first thought was to forget it, but being so low and bumpy, I decided I wanted full control. I looked down, identified the black adjustment handle, leaned forward slightly, and moved my hand across and down. Because I was low and didn't want to keep my head in the cockpit too long, I looked out to adjust my station, felt the handle and pulled it. There was a metallic clank, and the tow plane immediately began to get smaller and accelerate away. I didn't have to look down to see what had happened. This Kestrel has its tow release and pedal adjustment handles of exactly the same design mounted side by side with the tail parachute jettison handle down on the radio console where they were all squashed together between my ample thighs. After calling myself a dickhead, a dickhead. and a few oh. other choice names, I almost started a turn back. This would save embarrassment, hassle, and the need for a retrieve. Fortunately, better judgment prevailed. Must have been all those World War I movies I've seen where the commanding officer says, never turn back. I eased back on the stick to convert speed into height, eased in the takeoff flap to make sure I cleared a road and fences and carried out a landing almost straight ahead. It was a rough ground run, with my head rat-a-tatting on the canopy, but I stepped out of an undamaged sailplane after a most exciting one-minute flight. The paddock was too rough for aerotow, so I went back and collected the trailer while someone else went for a crew. When opening the last gate, I noticed the scrubbiest-looking herd of cattle suddenly start running towards me. They have thought they were going to be hand-fed. Two or three were more than 1.8 metres tall. 
being a city boy, I was a bit worried about their aggressive behaviour, so I hurled a few cow burgers and choice insults at them, but they didn't move away until they realised there was no food forthcoming. Then ensued a 90-minute toil in the heat to get the kestrel apart and later together again. At 4.30pm, we had finished and the day was gone. The kestrel was checked and I was told the rudder pedal adjustment locking pin was burred and not seating properly at my setting. Lessons learnt. I'm glad there was almost no decision to make because I really don't think I would have been able to turn back successfully. As usual, this incident was caused by a series of events. Failure to notify the engineer when the pedals let go on me several weeks prior. Very short strip with ever-present crosswind. Poor cockpit ergonomics. Same feel handles placed centimetres apart and squashed together by legs. Most other gliders seem to have the cable release high on the left. This is where the parachute deploy similar handle is located on this kestrel. My haste to gain full control and not making sure I had the correct handle after looking at it. I have never been a Boy Scout, but their motto is worth thinking about. Be prepared. Why not share your story so others can learn from it? If we publish it, we'll give you $500 for an article you've written or $250 for a story over the phone. Email fsa at casa.gov.au.